Hi everyone and welcome to a, another Revival Church Bitterwicki conversation. It's yeah. good to be with you. And if you've been journeying with us over recent weeks, you'll know that we're unpacking that whole question of what is church? Mm. And therefore, I guess what church isn't. Um, it's a big subject, isn't it? It's a huge subject. And we, we, have, we, and we subject. have... We have um, sort of touched on it before, or tackled it before, looked at it before, but you know, I think we all need a refresh on it's these and, and to go to new levels as well yeah. to understand. And I think, I think, particularly as as the world has changed and therefore church has changed, I think you know, pressing the refresh button on that and revisiting these things. So we've got actual a present application. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and and you know, the last time I think we did one of these these calls a couple of weeks ago, we discussed that the church is a, a body not a building uh, you know and the within that that each one of us has an integral and important part you know to play in that body didn't absolutely. we absolutely and i guess it's it's obvious but i like stating the obvious sometimes that we are the church yeah we don't go to church as believers we are the church that's how it's meant to to function yeah, 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 yeah. So, so last Sunday, Revival Church Baruchy, uh, and um, we we met um, we meet every fortnight at the Chantry Centre, typically. And last last Sunday, we met at the Chantry Centre, and within that, we read a passage from the New Testament of the Bible uh, in the the Book of Acts, and yeah. it was chapter twenty two, verse two, chapter two. Sorry, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, two. yeah. You're correct, and verses forty two to forty seven. And and having established, therefore, like you said, you know, the, we've said that the church isn't a building. Clearly, we need to look at you know what Bi the Bible actually says the church is and looks like. Yeah, in that's action, really it's, good. it's one thing, like you say, to say what it isn't. But actually, you know, what is it as well? What does it look like the Absolutely. church in action? So we're heading to the Bible, and we're gonna we're gonna read that passage. Andy's gonna read that passage in a minute from Acts two, not from Acts twenty two. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting if you think about it. So that first group of believers who gathered. So this was just really after Jesus had died yeah. um, and they'd been filled with the Holy Spirit that we, we spoke about before at Pentecost. They didn't have a manual to follow. They How didn't to do church. They didn't have, church for dummies. They didn't have the New Testament then. They, they didn't. But what they did have is what Jesus had modeled to them. And That's it was good, out yeah. of that journeying with Jesus and the leading and guiding of the Holy Spirit, because Jesus said, don't do anything until you get this, yeah. that they developed what we would call church. Jesus lived his life according to scripture. Jesus prayed. Jesus shared all that he had with others. Jesus remained in constant communion with his father. And that's what mm. these guys were living out. The church was therefore his body, replicated on earth if that makes sense yeah, they were modeling really jesus said you know i've come to show you the father and in that to, sh to show you the way to live so it's just interesting yeah. we need to remind ourselves they didn't have the bible that they didn't have the new testament part of the bible like, like we do and, and just to say you know as as the church as you read through the book of acts and some of the other new testament books as well you, you'll you know the, the church is becoming established in the, the, we start we're starting in jerusalem yeah but in more locations and some structure supporting structure and leadership yeah. and otherwise was put around that not to inhibit it not to restrict it but to facilitate it absolutely but, but once more 
it's really, really important that we see how it started. So that then that, that structure of leadership and other stuff was put around to enhance the, the core and key things. So let's read um, from Acts chapter 2, verses 42 and 47. And it says this, they devoted themselves, uh, that's the early church once more, to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled um, with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold possessions and property and possessions to give to everyone who had anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts and broke bread. That's that's like communion, we call it, or the Lord's Supper. And um, they broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts praising god and enjoying the favor of all the people and that's talking about once more lots of signs but the people who weren't part of the church and the lord added to their number daily those who were being saved that's quite a amazing picture isn't it of a group of people with intentional living it was Um, and right at the top of the passage it says that they devoted themselves to the apostles teaching so what does what does that what does that mean well the word devoted that's used in the passage the hebrew actually um what gets often a richer meaning isn't it in 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 hebrew and in um and in greek um actually it would be greek not hebrew if it's new testament yeah, 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 yeah. it would be greek and so the actual root root meaning of the word is is this sense of continually being taught that they devoted themselves continually present continuous they were steadfast in their learning it wasn't like a one-off it was a it was a lifestyle it wasn't a once a week thing um they were really intentional about learning about the things of god and the reason that there was that great intentionality i guess is because it was important to them i know for me if something's really important to me then i'll be very intentional when i was um studying for my degrees i was very intentional you were very intentional (laughs) (laughs) and for your masters as well um, i was very intentional because it really mattered to me they wanted this group of people wanted to learn to understand what they were believing in that's really important but then how they should be living their lives as a result of that. And I think that bit at the end when it talked about them having favor with the people, I think it was because they weren't just huddled away. They were actually living out yeah. the reality of their learning. You know, when they read, when they learned something, they didn't just find it out. Oh, that's nice to know. They actually lived it out. That's good. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, so we, you, we're familiar with the term disciples, and and just we, we're using it um, quite a bit. But we're familiar with the term disciples, you know, to describe particularly the the twelve men who accompanied Jesus and ministered with him. That um, you read about in the Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. But in fact, you know, the Bible says that you know every uh, follower of Jesus is in fact a disciple. Yeah, that's and, good. Um, you know disciple you know means it means a learner and much more so in the same way uh, that the first these first disciples devoted themselves to jesus teaching when when they were with him you know so every you know disciple of yep. jesus you know onward that's that's that, that includes us as well likewise needs to be fully committed for the same reason that, that they were you know yep. to the teachings of the bible which are the teachings 
of Jesus. Absolutely. And I know I've said it before, but um, we really need to get this point that they didn't have the New Testament, the part of the Bible that talks about the life and the teachings of Jesus. They only had the Old Testament, but what they did have was people who'd actually been there when Jesus had taught. Witnesses, eyewitnesses. Yeah, so they, they, they were the apostles, the disciples became the apostles, and they, people who, who became believers in Jesus, or people who, who yeah, became believers in Jesus may not actually have known Jesus before he died and so they almost hung on every word that the apostles spoke because this was these were the words of life to them this was this was truth to them this is what they wanted to learn and so they learn about that in this in a corporate gathering yeah that's good good uh, and you may have, you may, you may have known, you, you said it, so you, but you may notice we, we had a name change there from disciple to, to apostle. And it's really, the, and it is the same people we're talking about, you know, barring Judas who um, betrayed Jesus. And um, so I'm not including them in that, you know, in, in short, those, uh, those apostles, which were the disciples, you know, are, are those appointed and anointed by God really to be at the helm of bringing the kingdom of heaven into the earthly domain they have that you know the weight of anointing and appointing from god and the, and these guys were those first apostles and yeah. it's worth worth noting um that those men who were the disciples of jesus who who who, who learned from him with you know in the space of three plus years well you know yeah most of them yeah. most of them did it was just over three years they now were teachers themselves, you know, recognizing they come from a, you know, a varied um, background. Some were fishermen, you know, one was tax collector, diff- different levels of intelligence and understanding. Yes, they, you know, uh, yeah. they, we're not saying that as fishermen they, they, they were stupid, but nevertheless, essentially what I'm saying is that those who were disciples very quickly had shifted and were now teachers themselves you know that's so good that's so good and and so just going back to that passage again one we want to keep referring back to that that particular bit that we're yeah. looking at in that passage that they devoted themselves to the apostles teaching and there would have been very different learning experiences for those early disciples yeah so thinking of those who who initially had been with jesus they learned in large groups thinking of the sermon on the mount you know yeah. just huge <sighs> numbers of people They'd also learn in smaller groups. Um, they would have been in the synagogue. Um, they would have been in people's homes. Sure. They would have been outside. But the number and the location, I would say, doesn't really matter. But it's just an illustration for me that we do not need to be sitting in rows in a church with one person up the front to be learning about the things of God. And we include ourselves in the, the it doesn't have to just be us up front saying it like that no 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 absolutely and i know for me looking back over my christian life i've learned in those settings where there's one person up the front preaching yeah, me too, yeah. and and yeah. have you know have learned That's a lot right. but i've also in small groups where i've delved into the bible with others who are keen to find out what the truth is mm. um and hearing from other people's experiences and understandings has actually really um been healthy for me and shaped my understanding um What's the expression iron sharpens iron in a really healthy way and i think yeah with that intentionality with other people who are intentional about yeah, following jesus important. not intentional about tripping people up or intentional about their own agenda but intentional about 
following the teaching and the lifestyle of Jesus, I found that incredibly helpful. Little bit of a um, fact time, information time, thrown in for free. free anyway. <laughs> uh, two Greek words, I think they are Greek, aren't they? Yeah, used to yeah. describe these two ways of learning, not saying these are the only ways of learning, but just to sort of help differentiate. And one is pedagogy, um, which simp simplified really, you know, it has some broader meanings, but simplified, I would say, is one person um, up front, not necessarily, but just getting yeah. their mind really yeah, doing all the sense. teaching and everyone else um, basically doing the listening, you know, that, that sort of thing. We a get kind it. of a teach, yeah, like in a I classroom had, I had that typically at school where the teacher had one of the revolving blackboards <laughs> and they, they just, I didn't thrive on that environment and you, you did. But so that's pedagogy. The other one word um, is andragogy, which is all really to do with the learning process, which, yeah. which is actually my learning style, which is being active, involved, learning by doing, engaging the interaction style we've, yeah. we've we just talked about yeah. in Acts 2. So pedagogy and andragogy. Um, you know, and, and within that, um, you know, I'll just say that we've also, talking about us now, we've learned as a family. Yeah, definitely. Uh, as our children were growing up in the home, as you know, as we talked about the things of God, you know, we answered their questions, we, um, they inputted into decisions, you know, because we, we, we encouraged that, that we had to make, you know, we learned together in doing life together in that environment. Yeah. And everyone brought something to the table in and those that. discussions often were around the table they were just thinking about it around meal times when we gather together yeah anyway, yeah so, yes. so this concept of the apostles teaching what we're talking about uh, and learning together uh, and the pe people devoted themselves to it was very much created in this mutual yeah. environment i hope you're getting this you know where people learn together young and old yeah there would you know be those new in the faith and those who are mature you know Believers, okay, the, the church was was quite young, but they would be mature in the Jewish faith as well. So the two two combined, you know, and and yeah, you know, so so there was a, a mixture, but it was okay. Yeah, no, that's really good. And what that doesn't mean is that we don't do any self-directed learning, because no, actually that's really important. And I have to say, mm -hmm. you know, particularly over um, the lockdown months, um, the internet was fabulous. Because you could actually listen to anointed preachers and teachers from around the globe, not just in lockdown, but probably because yeah. I had a little bit more time in lockdown. Um, and that's really healthy and really good. But if we just become completely isolated in our learning, I would say there's a risk of us going off piste. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if is. we're our own oracle, you know, we pick and choose what we want to listen to. We we could be in danger of of going off at a tangent and yeah. getting a skewed view of things and maybe focusing on one thing that we might be interested and fascinated in, but within that missing out actually what God is doing in a certain time or in a particular location. And if we don't sit under the teaching of those God has anointed and appointed to be teachers in the body of Christ, we get a partial view at best. And at worst, we might be really off the mark. Yeah. And um, so, yeah. So, so, so it, our, our, our teaching really becomes, um, I mean, non-relational. That's what I was trying to think. But non-relational, yes. we, yeah. we, we become, you know, relationship. It's an anathema, really, yeah. if we're part of a body. And therefore, our te teaching is siloed into just, you know, just 
just absorbing what I want for me without relationship. Yeah. Actually, it isn't designed. God hasn't designed no. it to work like that. And, no. and you can see why we've um, we've recalibrated as a church, really, the way we are doing church and have been doing over the recent over the, the recent months as we have moved out from the lockdown, as we've moved out into um, being able to meet in person in, in in different sized groups you know we've in a, you know in our larger corporate settings we are creating opportunities um for interaction and um for for yeah. chewing things over in cluster groups even for breakout groups into age specific uh, groups as well so that's in the corporate uh, setting you know and and um you know as we chew over the bible themes as well to doing that together even in that corporate setting so yeah. we, we've changed yeah. in that but also in our connect groups you know um we've also encouraging it as well as well as an opportunity just to have pray for each other to have a catch up and, and, a, and a drink and some food whatever to do life together we there's a follow three through element as well we yeah. we, we can process these things and the other things of life you know from a biblical perspective together so it's a great opportunity and you know just as it becomes you know just the part increasing part of church life well, you know we'll do that as we meet for someone for a coffee as we just chat to them informally whatever it becomes our our normal you know and 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 then as as we as this becomes our lifestyle you know it will be, roll out into our day today life yeah definitely as well yeah that's really yeah. good that's it. and and it says doesn't it in proverbs that um that wisdom is found in the counsel of many mm. um so there is that thing of us learning corporately and and in hebrews um chapter 10 verse 25 it says don't neglect meeting together gathering as church the ecclesia or ecclesia that we've spoken about before is part of god's plan to build up the body of christ to ensure that it's fit for purpose with every part functioning in a healthy way yeah and when we're gathering together with that devoted heart like those early disciples being devoted to learning about god it creates an incredible atmosphere for god to move in and yeah. to bring us revelation and that the truth will will embed in our hearts because when it's embedding in our hearts it then changes the way we live it's not just head knowledge it can never just be head knowledge it's got to get into our hearts and i think that corporate yeah. gathering and learning together does something in our hearts yeah I agree. it's a seedbed you know there's a seedbed when we gather together i just think it's really important because actually we gather so that we can grow to enable us to go out into the world yeah. we we gather so we can grow so we can be built up that's what it says in the word of god so we can be built up so that we can then go out and model what jesus wants us to model to the world uh, and, that, and that that scripture isn't isn't and i think i might have said it before isn't a beat uh, stick to beat us with no. you know like a tutorful thing i must i must attend church i must i must no, do this actually no, no. it's it, it's if you know if jesus gave gave us the advice of and said actually i want you to 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 eat and drink every day we're thinking well that's really good advice <laughs> i will get life from this yeah. and so with that it's it's an adjournment and encouragement like saying actually this is where you'll grow like you said yeah. and you'll get life because i want your life to thrive yeah. But I actually want 
uh, your life to overflow for others to thrive being in you being around you but also the world that we're in which you live in i want it to experience my life yeah. but as you've grown and as you as you eat and feed it's it, like a cascade it is isn't, isn't it's it like a cascade so do not neglect meeting together it would apply to everything to the life of the church for all virtuous and good and life-giving reasons that's so and good. so we could talk about that and encourage you i hope that makes sense it's good. i hope that's helped in in maybe expanding your view a little bit about 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 mm. church and we will continue in a couple of weeks i think it'd be good to just land it would. you know that we've kind of met kind of kind of sort of all together today in, in a strange kind of way but that actually got to work through this to yeah to change stuff in our hearts that needs to be changed do you want to do that yeah 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 so i just want to make a simple prayer so let's, let's pray firstly i want to thank you father that um that you have um provided um the church the ecclesia lord god um the opportunity to gather with other believers to do life with people who come under the uh, lordship of jesus lord god we appreciate that lord god and uh, and we thank you for that dynamic and i want to pray for us all lord that we would increasingly get it we would get and understand your plans and purposes for church we would we would see where we fit into it we would see, we would understand how it works and how you intend it to works you know that 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 i pray for any um sort of historic traditional misconceptions any one of us might have any any ways we may have been hurt by church and of like say well no thus and no more i want to pray you'd help us to put those things to bed and to come at this afresh lord god as you are doing a new thing within the body of christ around the world I want to pray for each of us. You'd help us to engage like never before so that, Lord, you, you are glorified, that we grow, that you, we fulfill the plans you have our, for our life. But, Lord, that others are blessed through our life as well. So just uh, come, Holy Spirit, once more, help us to get and understand uh, what church is um, so that we can fire on all cylinders so that um, we can gather uh, and grow and go in jesus name amen 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 great to have you with us and we look forward to seeing you again in a couple of weeks god bless